Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to another episode of Superficial Magic, the most magical place on the planet. I am your host, Megan Granger, and today I'm going to do a solo episode where I talk about what to do if you feel like you suck at manifesting. I've certainly felt that way before. I think it's very relatable. And I think a lot of us have things that we've been working on for a really long time. We've been trying to bring into fruition. And for whatever reason, it's still not in our lives. And maybe we're blaming ourselves. No more. Let's get to the root of it. Um, I wish that, you know, schools would teach us how to do this kind of stuff because the universe has a lot of laws and a lot of rules. And if you don't know what they are, it's kind of a shit show. So there's some pretty easy things that you can do to kind of get back in alignment. Um, Oh, I just cracked my fingers. Did you guys hear that? Wow. Okay. So, okay. (laughs) I'm going to start off the episode by telling you something I manifested last week. It was probably two weeks ago, but let's not get stuck on semantics. Um, Basically, I lost my jacket going out. Uh, This was five months ago or so, and it was a jacket I'd have for a couple of years, had a lot of memories. It was really beautiful, way too expensive, not something I would usually treat myself to. I lost it, and it was awful. And I just put out into the universe, bring it back to me, and I forgot about it. And then the other day I was at uh, Crossroads, which is a secondhand store here in Los Angeles that I'm almost fully supporting because I buy every single piece of clothing there. And I'm rummaging through some jacket pile. And I bet you can guess what I found. Uh, My jacket. Very same one, same scratch on the back, same missing like little, you know button it's not a button it's a it's the exact opposite of a button it's a fringe like a piece of fringe (laughs) it's really late at night guys but the spirit has spoken to me and I have to tell you this (laughs) um yeah I mean I guess that whole experience just goes to show that if we want something and we don't have any fear around it and aren't trying to control how it comes to us then the universe is like here here's your jacket But then when I like want something really, really badly, it's like, no. And uh, I'm kind of sick of that. So uh, first things first, before we go into all of this, I just want to, I don't know, do a little side note because I don't think it's talked about enough in our circle and in the spirituality world at all. And that's just that if you have untreated trauma, you're not going to be able to manifest very well. I I don't mean that in a harsh way. I don't mean that in a mean way. I just mean it in a way that trauma makes it so that you cannot be in the present moment. And all of this magic happens by being present. So as somebody who is a trauma survivor and not of something, some dark, horrible thing, a lot of different things can be trauma. So don't feel like you're being over reactionary or whatever. If, if, 
you have trauma, you have trauma. So I went and I did EMDR and I am taking a low dose of medication. And those two things together have really put my life in a different place where I am able to manifest a lot more. So EMDR, amazing therapy for trauma. If you agree with taking medication, mm, so recommend it. If you don't, that's totally cool too. But uh, I know there's a lot of affordable resources out there. If you look, uh, therapists who work on sliding scales and community-based counseling centers, I used to work at one, that give people a really fair chance at getting mental health treatment. So please, if you feel like you might have trauma and you're not bringing the things into your life that you want, go and get those things looked at because I don't want you to have to live that way. That's so unfair and so unnecessary. So that's just my little side note. Um, you know, it's passionate for me. So, okay. There's a lot of tips for manifesting out there. I talk about them all the time. There's gratitude lists, there's meditation, chanting, uh, you know, a million things. But the problem with them is that they're all in the brain. They're all energetically headspace. And there's nothing really wrong with being in the brain, except that it has its limitations. There's not this ancient wisdom up there that the rest of the body seems to have a lot more of like, yes, the physical head has the crown chakra and the, um, the third eye, but those things are actually translated down in our heart chakra. So our heart chakra is where we're really going to focus today. And I want everybody to hear this because I heard people saying this for years and I was just like, shut up. I don't know why. I just like do it from your heart. I was like, you're so dumb. Shut up. But I finally get what people are talking about. And it's like night and day. And so, uh, yeah, I hope you just don't skim over this, but really, really hear it. Because <laughs> I wish I would have a really long time ago. Um, okay, so your heart chakra is where all the good shit happens. It has two modes. Uh, it's either love or fear. So you're either vibrating at the level of love or you're vibrating at the level of fear. Guess what most of us are vibrating at? That's right, fear. Uh, very typical. Why wouldn't we be? It's a scary world or is it? So what we have to do is we have to get that space open. And here's an important note that really changed how I worked with the heart chakra. For some reason, I know this is obvious, but several people I've talked to are like, oh my God, I thought that too. The heart chakra isn't located over our actual heart. It's in the center between our boobs. Like I, I know that's duh, but for some reason I was always trying to connect to my actual heart and getting so frustrated because nothing was happening. So if you move where you know this wisdom and power is to the actual center of your chest, you're one step closer to actually connecting to it. Okay. Um, so this is so easy. It's actually insane. Uh, it's kind of changed my whole life in a week. I think if you did it for a week, your life would probably change too. But essentially, all you need to do is just very physically go into that space between your chest. You can even put like 
your fingers there. And you'll notice that it's very tight. Lay down when you do this. Like there's just a tightness there. And I don't mean even emotionally or mentally, just physically, it feels tight. So what you're going to want to do is you're going to want to start relaxing it. And your intention on wanting to relax it will relax it probably halfway. You'll probably feel a lot more relaxed. But then you're going to have to start using other techniques. Um, Breathing into it helps release it. Thinking loving thoughts helps open it, that chakra, and that helps release it. But there's a lot of energy to release. And this is important to note too. It's pretty painful physically. Um, I was reading on a lot of online forums before I did this because I'm a dork and people were saying like, oh, I felt like I was having a heart attack or whatever. And I'm prone to anxiety and it does it. I don't want to scare anyone and it's not that extreme, but it, it, it does send painful kind of shocks through your system. So just be aware you're not dying. It's not scary. Keep going forward and just relaxing that center. So once that center is relaxed, just stay still for two minutes and have that love vibration just beaming out of you like a Care Bear for, you know, just, just a little bit. And you don't have to do anything. You don't have to think anything. Just let that happen and then get up and live your day as if nothing happened. If you do that, you have the John Stamos guarantee that your life will be in a different place within a week. My life became such in a different place with this practice that I went to lunch with a friend of mine, actually a very close friend of mine, like a best friend. And I noticed a tattoo on her hand that had never been there before. And I was like, did you just get a new tattoo? And she was like, no, it's always been there. And I was like, oh shit, I'm in a new dimension. I I really jumped up one. So watch out for the tattoos. Now, if you want to amp this up double time, who doesn't? Then that's when we're going to get into the tantric sex part of it. And you don't actually have to have sex with anyone to ignite those powers. I'm not. So don't worry if you're not either. But essentially... The root chakra is our sex chakra. And if it's turned on, it can like basically shoot jet fuel from our root to our heart. And it's like an inner masseuse massaging that knot out of the center of your heart. Because that knot is where all the fear is coming from. It's where all the resistance is coming from. And you just physically have to open it. You know, you can do, I put a pillow under the back of my Uh, heart so that it's kind of already physically a lot more open. I wish you guys could see me right now. I'm just like doing it in a chair, sticking my boobs out really far. And I don't know, I might be totally losing my mind, but I'm, I'm not also, this is all legit. So, (laughs) um, so right. You want to get the sexual energy connected to your heart. And that's what kundalini yoga is. You Instead of having energy come from the head down to the root, you're going to want the root to go through the heart up to the head. And then you've completed a full, beautiful energetic circle and you are in alignment, mama. So, okay. Um, use your root. <laughs> like, stimulate it. I don't know. I'm not trying to talk sexy to you, but uh, learn about tantric sex, learn about tantric sex by yourself. 
and listen to any episode I've done with Whitney Olam. She's an amazing teacher. And then there's a book. I wrote it down. What's it called? Uh, Tantric Orgasm for Women by Diana Richardson. That is on my bedside table. Not intimidating for guys at all. Just kidding. It should be. Um, lastly, there there is one more thing. A lot of manifestations don't come true simply because they're not meant for you. Eats. Eats. <laughs> What's that word? It's hard to accept sometimes, but that's the good thing about manifesting from your heart. The heart doesn't want shit that's not meant for it. The brain wants stuff that's not meant for it. So when you're opening up your heart, you are really going to start to manifest the things that fill that hole that's missing in you. And it's really going to bring you to such a more beautiful place. So I'm really, really curious about how this works out for everybody I want to know all the details. Please join the Superficial Magic Facebook group. We have a lot of fun in there. And um, tell me what's going on. You can follow me at Megan Granger. Please rate the five the, the five past the podcast five stars. And uh, yeah, I, I just, I want you to have an open heart so badly. And I want you to get everything that you deserve And I know that this technique is the easiest, most powerful thing I've done so far. So I can't wait to hear from you. Have a beautiful day. And I love you. Bye. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.